everyone. Welcome to the Bible Belt Bros Podcast, which, sorry, but it's recently become a fantasy football podcast, but we're going to change that, we promise. We're getting some topics, some guests lined up, but uh, today is about fantasy football again. So, Andrew, let's start it off. How did your team do? Mm, you know, I was on my second straight week of bye weeks, so... Ouch. Half my players were on by. Last week, half my players were on by. This week, half my players were on by. So it was, I expected to lose both these weeks, and I did. Matter of fact, the guy I went up against, uh, you may know him as Dolphin Boy. <laughs> uh, he actually had the best week he's ever had in fantasy football this week. He scored like 180 points against me. 175 points against Gosh. me. Now, let me roll back. I did beat my projection of a 108. I got 116, which for a 12 man is still good for being on a bye week. Even if you're not on a bye week, in a 12 man league, 116 is respectable. Depending on the scoring of the league, yes. Right. My ESPN league, I've always sucked at it because the scoring is not as high. Like I got Patrick Mahomes, and he's just like, whatever. Like an <laughs> maybe an extra five points. Well, I am going back to last week's results. I would have beat one, two, three, four, five. I would have beat half the league almost with my score. Would I beat you? I didn't even look at the names. Let me see. I will not say your name in our league. Oh, it's not that vulgar. Uh, you, how many did you score last week? There you are. Oh no. You have beat me by five points <clears throat> for me being in bye week. Not bad. So, and I wouldn't have done as bad, but my quarterback got me seven points. What the frick Kirk cousins? What were you doing? Just playing with yourself. <laughs> what? Calm down. Calm down. No. An elite quarterback should never end with seven points. I could have had Colin Kaepernick, and he would have got me more. <laughs> so Instagram I had, uh, in one league, I had Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he went off, didn't he? No, 23 fantasy points. I could have started Fitzpatrick with 34. But I ended up you winning. You told me you were starting Fitzmagic. I did, but I, I, I couldn't couldn't go against little Rodgers, man. Dude. You knew Fitzmagic had to do something because I don't want to get divorced. If I don't position. start Aaron Rodgers and he goes off, you're going for divorce happens. He's not going to go off. He's too old. No, he's not. He's he's our age. Yeah, football. He's ancient. Yeah, I guess I woke up with back pain this morning. So. I wake up every morning with foot pain. <laughs> yeah. In our league, I uh, I had lost, and uh, I was tied going into the end with Dallas Cowboys defense and I thought you know might have a chance and they started off with like a couple fumble recoveries and I was like hey this is give me a touchdown and I beat this I got this and then they gave up like 28 points yeah so, I lost good job Cowboys and then in That's the second league suck. I the one that league that had Rodgers I uh the pro I played the projections a little bit Andrew and I don't have a tight end currently in this league. <laughs> and so I just, because uh, it's a keeper league. So I have Devontae Freeman and Will Fuller both on IR. I can't drop them because somebody else will pick them up. And uh, 
I've tried to trade them to the bottom two teams as for, you know, a good player and give them a first round draft pick in the next draft. And they have not responded. No, they don't accepted that trade. So, um, wow. I would have taken a first rounder. Well, it's a keeper league. So first rounder isn't going to be an exciting pick. Most likely, because it will though. Rookie, I love picking up a rookie. Well, you could pick up a rookie. Yeah, you could get you could get the next Barkley. You know, coming out, starting running back, featured running back, that kind of thing. So, anyways, I, uh, um, I'm I'm in this part of the season where like I won, so like I shouldn't tank because I'm like I'm on fourth place going in, but I just don't feel like I have it to like finish out with two guys on IR now, like. Do I tank and get the number one draft picks? I don't know, man. So, uh, but I won that league by five points uh, without starting a tight end, and so I was pretty pumped about that. Very nice. So, speaking of tight end, I'm not in a keeper league. <laughs> what? So, speaking uh, of tight ends, I had to. Dusty, why do you always take this there? <laughs> uh. I, my tight end, Zach Ertz, you know, one of the greatest tight ends right now in, in the league, uh, was on by last week. So I had to pick up a tight end. And, of course, I don't play projection. I just did my research. Found this guy named Mark Andrews. He's pretty darn good. He got me. How many points did he get me? I don't know. He got me quite a few points. For being a, a backup to a backup mm-hmm. tight end spot? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was great. Our, uh, for some reason, our league has no tight ends available. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have, I think I have two tight ends. You do. I was going to offer you a trade, but we didn't have enough. And time. I would have won that. I would have won my game if I started Graham over Reed. So there's that drama. I was frantically looking for a uh, running back and. I have, um, I won't give my sources. I don't pay for any of my sources like a lot of people in our league do or some people in our league do. Um, but I have some really good sources that um, gives that have given solid advice, which is how I've wound up where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Roto Grinders? Don't know that website. Fantasy so. Labs? Those nope, are my kind of good none sources. of those. Maybe giving me your source for FanDuel advice. Because this week on FanDuel, I went into it thinking, dude, I'm going to win a million. I'm going to... This is like... This this lineup, there's no there's no way that it doesn't at least get something back. Started Fitzmagic. On FanDuel, he only got 26 points. Ouch. Uh, he had two interceptions. Um, he just didn't have the passing yards to back up his touchdowns, which is why. So that's that's fine. His value, he was a lower, pay for a lower quarterback. Cool. Then, Adrian Peterson, right? Yeah. His uh, The back that he's trading carries off with was out. So sweet. Now he's going to get a couple extra passes. He's going to at least hit 100 yards, maybe get a touchdown. No. Adrian Peterson's old. 17 yards rushing. Wow. 16 yards receiving. Wow. So uh so that's when I oh, well, I don't didn't win. And then then Chicago playing Buffalo. I'm thinking, all right, 
they're going to get a lead, and they're going to run their backup running back, Tariq Cohen. 1.8 points. One rush. Eight 18 yards. yards? Oh, eight yards? What? Well, yeah, he had a reception for five yards. Oh, okay. So I'm like, ugh. All right. Detroit, giving up. They, they traded away Golden Tate. Right. So, so now you have, okay. Marvin Jones Jr. You have Jones Jr. and Galladay. And they've been trading off who's number one since then. Uh, or all season. I went with Galladay. Cheaper value. Six points. Don't worry. Jones Jr. didn't do anything either. Thielen. Adam Thielen. Finally had... He still had a touchdown, but he finally had a non-100-yard receiving day. You knew it was coming. I just... You gotta keep playing him until it stops. Right. Greg Olson did good. Greg Olson was beasting. Yeah. At great value, I had him at 13% ownership, 16 points. Thanks, Greg. You were not his letdown. And I had the Chicago Bears defense that had, like, multiple touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that game. That was ridiculous. And uh, they had 28. The, my Chicago defense was my the, my defense on FanDuel was my highest scoring how player. Many po- how many points? 28. Wow. Highest scoring. So, get this. I watch, when I'm at work on Sundays, I watch Red Zone. I have Red Zone playing. Whenever Chicago Bears defense was on the field, they would be in the Red Zone channel. Yeah. Tell me that. So here's here's who got first place. And so what I did is I faded the uh, the Rams game. That was what I was doing. I was supposed to be the highest point of game. Right. A lot of times that those projections go way down lower, and you yeah, can get somebody else at a lower ownership. Well, I shouldn't have done that because uh, exactly. Goff had thirty. Uh, he was a little more than Fitzpatrick, but he, so I could still have Fitzpatrick and one, and right. uh, had somebody else better. And you know, Kareem Hunt, three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns. Cooper Cup, touchdown. Michael Thomas, touchdown. And then... uh, Brandon Cooks. Curtis Samuels. Oh, well, he wasn't the Rams game. No, and then there's a receiver for Carolina at .7 ownership that won this guy $400,000. Wow. Who was that? You had a, a, you know, since they traded away uh, Sanders, not Sanders... Thomas. Thomas. Uh, Denver had a, a new receiver who got a touchdown and 83 yards receiving at one point ownership. So, all of that to say, like, dang. <laughs> when am I going to learn? But, bro, but so you got to expect that the week after trade, trade week, yeah. you got to know that to win FanDuel. You're going to have to pick up those one percenters. Well, and that's what I was trying to do. I just picked up the wrong ones. I picked up, uh, I was, tr- I put it Reynolds. Sound, it didn't sound like you picked up one percenters. I had, I had D Moore for, uh, Seattle, who had had a touchdown in like the last two games at 5%. And I had Reynolds, who had filled in for Cooper Cup, and I thought Cooper Cup might go out. I was just kind of playing like he might go out because he just came back from, Injury, I had him at 0.6%. And that was not just me. There was other people that were saying, he's a wild card. He's like a, sh- you know, throw a dart and maybe you'll get something. And I've done that before and I've won 300 bucks on a $100 or on a $1 buy-in. So, like, nice. it's possible. It's just few and far between. <laughs> so, needless to say, why am I playing 
Like, I'm doing better at fantasy basketball right now. <laughs> Why don't I just do that? Speaking of Westbrook, sprained ankle. I don't think it's sprained. Think it's worse? I do. I don't think it's broken. I don't, but I, I, maybe ligaments torn or something. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a sprain because here's why Westbrook is a teammate. He would have come back out on the bench with an ice pack around his ankle if it was just a sprain. Just a sprain. Yeah. Yeah. He did not come back out on that bench. Matter of fact, I suspect he was out of that arena before we got, before we got the news Mm -hmm. that it was a sprain. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel it, it was worse than what they're saying. So if you play fantasy basketball, which I don't think anybody does in ever, but if you do, like Schroeder's the pickup. No. Felton. No. Schroeder's going to get... Schroeder's going to be... Schroeder was scoring 40 fantasy points the game set. Yeah, but his value's going to skyrocket now with Westbrook being out. Well, Felton, so you're going to want to pick possibly. up Felton, who is going to be the new Schroeder. Because his value is low, but he's going to get a lot of on-time. But Schroeder's only scoring like 20, 25 fantasy points as a backup. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, in value, maybe. But, you know, Felton, we watched Felton, what, the last two years backing up Westbrook? Yeah, sucking it up. He doesn't suck it up. He holds his own. Talking about old. He He is super old. But he will drain those threes on you. You give him an open look. And people don't guard him as That's tight. the thing. He needs to make more than one. Really, the pickup is, come on, Paul George. Uh, Paul George for the carry. Actually, Norland's Noel. He does not play point guard? No. I don't know how this is a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Norland's Noel. If Adams is out, yes, Nor- Noel is maybe the, the route to go. Adams will never that. go out. I love what He was out one day, and then Noel scored 50-something right. fantasy points. But even with him backing up, coming in for uh, Adams every now and then, he'd be a good pickup. Anyways, sure. I love this Thunder team. I'm hooping and hollering every game. It's fun to watch. Like it's a Thunder as a Thunder fan. Like you probably like, oh, it's the same team as last year. Always giving it up. But you know, like that's part of the like. If you always win, like I'm an Iowa Hawkeyes fan, right? So we always lose. So, so do my Razorbacks. So Go losers when, when Iowa is expected to win a game, that's when we lose, typically. And so when we're not expected to win a game, then I can watch it with like this whole, like, like if we lose, cool, that's what was expected. If we win, this is exciting, you know? Yep. And, and uh, so when we played Purdue last week and lost at the end, I couldn't I like I I couldn't watch that game because I was just like, listen, we're up, so if we win, cool. But from now on in the fourth quarter, I can't watch anymore because they're gonna lose. Because I'm only gonna get disappointed from here. It's either gonna be we won or I'm gonna go to the disappointment. And I've been to the disappointment so many times in my life with Iowa. <laughs> so, bro, I'm right there with you with Arkansas. <laughs> so, we can't buy us a win, right? And We've so, tried. We know. With the Thunder, I experienced those same kind of emotions where you, you we're up by 10 in the fourth quarter with three minutes left and somehow we blow it, you know. But but more times than not, we're down by 10 in the fourth quarter and, and we, we come, come back. back and win. You know, yes. so that's why when Shay is always like, why are you still watching this game? It's over. And I'm like, no, because you're going to miss the, 
the most single epic comeback in the history of the Thunder. And Listen. I'm gonna, and I'm going to laugh at you. We can be down by 10 or up by 10 with less than three seconds left, and somehow we will win or lose it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's either it's a blowout. Well, if it's, a, if it's a blowout too early, that's never good. Um, yes. So, yeah. So if we're up by like 20 by ha- at halftime, don't watch the third quarter. It's just complete disappointment. The other team's going to come back. It's going to be tied going into the Last game. night, third quarter was amazing. I was stuck watching the Dallas Cowboys game. The fourth quarter, though, was not so amazing. That scared me. I thought they were coming back. Yeah. So. Well, guys, we're going to bring God back into this podcast. So, uh, Westbrook, I'm praying for you. Yes. God, Westbrook, prayers. Prayers out to you, brother. I got you, Dusty. Mm. I knew what you were going to say, but I took it a different direction. <laughs> I'm thankful. This isn't a Thanksgiving episode. Oh. Westbrook, we're praying for you. Get better. Hope it is just a spring. I'm sure you're listening to this podcast. So it's right. probably on your top five. Top five. Listens. This is number one listen to podcast. <laughs> you know when he's walking in with those headphones on? Yeah. He's listening to us. All right. Clickbait title for this podcast is West- Russell Westbrook chimes in. <laughs> on prayers sent out. No. <laughs> Clickbait it would be Russell Westbrook's favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good one. We are his self-proclaimed. His. Yeah. We are proclaiming it. He's not, but we are. We are the official podcast for Russell Westbrook. There we go. Yes. <laughs> that is the title. <laughs> There's our clickbait title. Clickbait title. So, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, you have a good fantasy week. If you have any tips for me, I could use them. Uh, any uh, secret sauce that you guys have where you're finding all this information of who's good and who's bad. Because apparently, the people I'm listening to suck this year. So, uh, I, I need a, a fresh set of eyes on things. I will. I'll help you out this week, Dustin. I'll give you some of my sources. Please. Not all. I got to keep a couple of them. All right. Okay, bye. Have a good one, guys.